Hey guys, it's Courtney and Ariana, and this is Through the Grapevine, where two friends sip celeb wine while spilling celeb tea. And we are back with episode six. Can well, you believe we've already done six episodes? That's what I, it's, when you said six, I was like, are you sure you're counting right? But I guess that's, <laughs> Let's go that's back right. In. Yeah. <laughs> Double count this. The drama this is, never stops, baby. <laughs> nah. Always have content. I mean, it's just kind of insane. Even... When there's nothing happening, there's like so many TV shows always coming out that yeah, we have something to talk about at all times. It's overwhelming, honestly, how much TV I have to watch. Not have to watch because I'm doing it by choice, but <laughs> I was uh, on Not Skinny But Not Fat's Instagram. Well, it's like my newspaper at this point, but yeah. um, I was just she's getting paid by I think it was like Discovery to watch some new show. And I was like, her life now oh is it she was like us once how do i know that i don't know actually is it on discovery yeah it's Um, like a knockoff i was like wow she just has to like tag that she's watching discovery and um getting paid for it Damn. we'll get to that level one day we'll get there if you guys keep sharing this podcast to all your friends and like and subscribe and listening (laughs) yeah help us get paid to watch tv yeah, don't you guys want that for us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh we need gosh. it to fulfill our. Uh... That's when I know uh, we've made it. Not that oh. when we have celebrity guests, when we were getting paid to watch TV to then talk. No, no, no. About it. I don't care about celebrity. But also, guests. I'll take celebrity guests. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, if you're listening, <laughs> we'll take you any day. <laughs> All right. So, what is our wine this week? Um, what is our one? It's I can't remember the name of it. I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't even think it really has a name to be honest. It Childress Vineyards Three. Three. It's just so, a white wine. I think it's a table white wine. Let me let me say this before you jump into Childress, whoever he mm-hmm. is. I saw this at the grocery store, and I <laughs> I'm I'm not um. Well, we'll get into this a little later, but I'm not a big racing fan, but I am from West Virginia, so I know who Dale Earnhardt is. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I saw this part of our uh, sphere. Yeah. On the bottle, there's a three and it's in black and red, which are Earnhardt's colors. And mm-hmm. I was like, Dale Earnhardt has a wine, I, like grabbed it, didn't ask questions, <laughs> didn't like even think about it. I texted you it. I was like, should we get this like as a joke? And you were like, I mean, it's a celeb one. I was like, okay, yeah, right. So I got yeah. it. And <laughs> I get home and I'm like looking at him to decide like, you know, what order are we going to do these in? Which one should we drink this week? And I was like, this is not Dale Earnhardt. This yeah. is Childress. Whoever yeah. he is. When I was Childress? Googling like, oh, so what's like Dale Earnhardt been up to? And I should probably do some little background info on this wine. Um, crickets on Google. And I was like, <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure Dale, uh, this is Dale's wine. Yeah. But uh, it is not. It is <laughs> a uh, ex-driver um, who now owns like a racing car business of his own, I guess, for NASCAR. Um, Richard okay. Childress, he was also number three whenever he drove, then retired, started this company. Um to be, don't know a lot about him. I I found out that his grandsons are now NASCAR drivers. Wow. Austin Dillon and Ty Dillon. So um, carry on the family name. 
Actually, not even a family name because I don't know where Dylan came from. <laughs> Must have had a daughter. But uh, carrying on a family legacy, I guess. Oh my god. <laughs> but I, mean, I did see that uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s son, question mark, I think it was, uh, just signed on to drive Richard Childress's cars, I believe. What? So there's at least a connection. Okay. There is a Dale connection, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all the NASCAR I have for anyone listening. <laughs> that's the all the NASCAR you'll get. That's today. the most NASCAR research I've ever done in my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your odds are gonna be so screwed up now. I know. Like truly I I was looking at some of the cars and I was like, they are so ugly. And like their uh suits that they wear. Uh, horrible. Like the drivers, it is just littered with like ads, 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 and logos, and uh, it's it's a mess. But yeah. whatever, I don't watch it, so I don't have to be consumed by it. Yeah, ads. Whatever. Yeah. <coughs> My only connection to NASCAR is um, I was one of those people in middle school who was way too into Talladega Nights. <laughs> <laughs> Like, where are we all? But I don't think it. that made me like. Oh, I didn't know anything about it. Like, no, I definitely didn't. No. Um, okay, let's mm-hmm. let's hop into these stories. Oh, let's talk about the one, the actual one, I guess, in itself. Oh yeah, it's a uh, really sweet. It tastes like juice. Yeah, literally it, juice. It tastes like um. Remember the, what? What was the little juice boxes? They were green oh, and purple. I know exactly what you're talking about. The straws. About. Uh, what are those it's called? A, that's what it tastes like. Juicy juice. Juicy juice. <laughs> it, it straight up tastes like juicy juice. It really does. I think that they're scamming people into paying, how much was this, like a $20 bottle? Oh, no, 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 no. It was like $5. Oh. <laughs> this is juicy juice. That is confirmed. <laughs> I think it's just expired juicy juice, and they and they bottle it and call it one. Um, I I'm had gonna low start looking into Childress Vineyard's connection with uh, with the juice whatever juice. the distributor Do they sell juicy, juicy juice, juice anymore. That's actually a good question. No, because they probably rebranded into Childress Vineyards <laughs> yeah, for adults. It's like how Pedialyte rebranded into a drink yeah. for adults. Like that's such a exactly. smart move. Were we getting buzzed off of juicy juice? After watching Arthur. <laughs> yeah, I looked at the bottle. It says 12.5 alcohol. And I was like, surely this is a misprint. Oh, no. It's $5. And I'll get you trash. <laughs> Aromas of grapefruit and lemongrass. And a hint of almond. I tell you, I don't taste the almond. but No, no, not at all. Nope. <laughs> Acidity and tropical flavors that embody three's grape varieties are certain to please any palate. Yeah, even your child's. Children's <laughs> child. Oh. This is like some QAnon level conspiracy theory. <laughs> child dress. Ch- Ooh. Right You've there. uncovered it. Oh my gosh. Yep. They're gonna I'm coming after you, us. Richard. <laughs> Richard, we don't even know if you're real still, so yeah. this is all, maybe this is Dylan Hart doing a cover-up. 
You fooled us twice. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. Dale. <laughs> Praise Dale. Praise Dale. <laughs> All right. Uh, Let's get into these sports. main topics. <laughs> we had a weekend of rich people sports, which I love. Yeah. Um, if you got money, love- this was a weekend for you. Yeah, but some serious money. What was the yeah. first sporting event? Uh, so probably most notably, I'd say, um, between the two that happened, was the Kentucky Derby. And uh, <laughs> that was a wildly, shockingly, <laughs> crazily accurate <laughs> representation of what a horse sounds like. Uh, <laughs> I was like, there's a horse in this room. <laughs> okay. So... <laughs> Uh, a guy, a guy. I don't know the jockey. I should have written down the jockey's name. But the rich strike horse won. Uh, he had an eighty to one long shot. But I wonder if there's any female horses that race. Sunny Leone. Sunny Leone. Okay, there's the jockey's yeah. name. Um, I don't know if there's any girl horses. Yeah. Where's equality? <laughs> anyway, rich strike. This little guy won. I okay, so then I started doing some background info because I was like, well, who won last year? Um, and it was a horse named Medina Spirit, but then it oh, tested last year for was, yeah, yeah, last year was controversial. Tested for drugs, um, for steroids and was disqualified. So another horse, the second place horse, which was like I don't know, had another M name, ended up taking the title. But the horse died in December Medina and it was Spirit. only f- three years old. Yeah, Medina old. Spirit. Three years old. How mm-hmm. old do these horses start racing? Uh, when they're, they're like, like, it's like think of it as like a teenager, like you're a peak athlete when you're, you know. I guess nineteen. Because I because then old. I started looking up. At, I started getting into the lifespan of horses between like twenty five and thirty oh, years. Oh, I did wonder that. Oh, was that that? Yeah. Long? Yeah. I mean, they're still like for racing horses. Apparently, twenty five to thirty years. There's farms where people put the racing horses and like let them live out there golden years and i don't know if you know this oh, i don't know if you God. saw my tweets about this this is like the most interesting thing to me i'm really i don't want to say really in the kentucky derby but it's the only like horse race i watch and me and my friends mm-hmm. usually like drink and bet and right we don't like maybe we'll get like kind of dressed up and just go to like the local casino we don't go to like the actual yeah. derby or anything but um so say a horse wins obviously you want your horse to win the triple crown um but say they is just a triple crown like three races or does it win a yeah. figurative yeah, one yeah. It's three crown races in one crown. year three races okay. in one season so you win the derby the preakness and i want to say the belmont stakes is the third one um hmm. and if your horse wins that like you've heard of that one horse um shoot what's his name there was From a the movie, movie about him yeah started with an oh. s like um let's see google it's got toby mcguire or topher grace again i get them mixed up (laughs) um secretariat Secretariat. yeah (laughs) and then most recently like american pharaoh won the triple crown um the secretariat won a triple crown yeah there's horses today that are still like they brag about this horse being like um in the gene pool of secretariat so what they do is 
if you're into horse racing and there's a horse secretariat, for instance, who wins the triple crown, they buy their semen for no. tens and tens of thousands of dollars to try to Diane impregnate your horse to try to make a, a another winner. A winner. Yeah. I want to say that um, so weird. Justify a few years ago, Justify only won two of the three. But I want to say mm. Justify was like one of Secretariat's grandchildren. Secretariat's old. I mean, like. Oh, really? He's from like 73. But mm-hmm. um, I did not I want to say the that. lineage of that. Yeah, horse. it's a whole thing. It's a whole industry of like reproducing these horses. And it's a whole, it's a really big thing. But um, that it just makes me that sad won. watching the jockeys like hit them and like. I know. Hit. It just makes me so sad. Um, what's who won rich strike he only costs thirty thousand dollars which i know sounds like a lot of money but for racehorses that's so cheap like is it also he wasn't supposed to race like the horse that was like entered something happened and rich strike got in last minute he had 80 to 1 odds to win man good for him good for the colt I do now. I want to look up how old Rich Strike is. I don't know how old is Rich Strike. Was fold F O A L E D? Does that mean born? I don't know. I listen, was bred and fold on April twenty fifth, twenty nineteen. So two years so three old, three old. years old. Yeah. Wow. Just turned oh. three. Yeah. But yeah, those so, people yeah. his owners are set for life now, even though they only had a $30,000 yeah, like horse. $1.86 million pot, wasn't it? It's like it's nearly $2 million. million. Dollars. Was it $3 million? Somebody told me $3 million. I saw million, it was but... just like under two. And it's still a whole shit ton of money. Yeah. All right. I saw this so story. for. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, so for how this ties into our <laughs> podcast. Our show. We're not a horse <laughs> racing show, I swear. <laughs> uh, we had some celebrities there. Yeah. They attended. Um, most, most known in the town yeah. was Louisville native, old Jackman Harlow. Jackman. Harry hey, Styles and Jack Harlow. We're going to eat in every in. episode. I told you guys. I'm going to work him in. Uh, he was there with Drake, who was probably, in a weird way, next to Trump, the two most famous people there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they were filming a music video for Jack's new song called Churchill Downs, which for anybody who really doesn't know anything about uh, the Kentucky Derby, it is held at the Churchill Downs. Yeah. So uh, Jack recently, uh, this past Friday, put out his new album, Come home, the kids miss you. And planned the album release with uh, the Kentucky Derby since he is a Louisville native. So it was like a whole weekend event thing for the album drop and the Derby. Um, but Drake brought his like entire entourage, which was <laughs> something else. Um, they filmed the music video for Churchill Downs. And, At the uh, actual Derby. Yeah, pretty sick. I'm I'm excited for the... I know, I can't wait video. to see it. 
I wonder if they're going to do black and white because it looked kind of like an overcast day. It wasn't that sunny. It looked. It like. was sunny. It had rained a bunch before, so it was super muddy. Um, mm. I mean, they have like CGI. Yeah, there's a really funny video of uh, Jack's about to announce, what was it, Riders Up? Yeah. And he has like two bodyguards like shouldering him on either side so his feet aren't touching the ground. <laughs> He's like swinging his legs. Yeah, so his shoes don't get muddy. Um which we talk, we're like, why don't you just change shoes, Jack? Come on. <laughs> Speaking of, um, them, they did an interview with, with Dill Earnhardt, actually. Drake and Jack Harlow did. Yeah, Dill Earnhardt Jr., obviously, was a correspondent that day. And um, it was, and there was another guy who I don't, I'm sorry to him, I don't know who he was. But you could, like, so clearly tell that Dill Earnhardt had no clue who Drake and no Jack Harlow were. And then on top of that, both of them were absolutely hammered, especially Drake. Well, Drake was. Jack apparently is just cringe around drunk people because Jack's sober. Ah. Uh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Really Which, making like the I crush said, element go down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really upsetting to learn. <laughs> Yikes. That's not great. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. I want to give him, like, some sort of benefit of the doubt. It was so cringe. I mean, like, he's always cringe, but it's kind of funny. Right. It's kind of, like, cute, charming, but, like... Cringe, cringe. Like, like, full send. I kind of gave him a pass, because I thought that he was as drunk as Drake. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And now. Now, not so much. No. Okay, sorry to cut you off again. No, it's fine. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so... He was there, Rich Strike one, and then here's a quick little rundown who else was there because let me tell you, all the celebs did not come to the Derby. <laughs> uh, and you'll completely understand that after I make this uh, make this list. Mario Lopez, Joey Fatone, I don't know why I added Jason Aldean, <laughs> Bobby Brown, Chase Rice, Drewski, which was part of Jack and Drake's Drake. um, entourage uh trump trump was there <laughs> bobby flay michael phelps melissa joan hart sabrina sabrina yeah <laughs> you want to know why nobody was in kentucky it's because they all were in miami <laughs> yeah um, for the much cooler event that happened this weekend i don't even know if it's that much cooler but it was it um the f1 miami grand prix um the inaugural race so i guess that is that makes it pretty cool um, if you don't know what F1 is, it's Formula One racing. It is NASCAR for rich people, which is why we drink the NASCAR wine today. Um, <laughs> so we know what we're doing on this podcast. We know. We're, we're into sports, guys. Um, <laughs> so I'll give you guys a brief kind of, this is very, very skimming the surface of F1 because I only know the bare minimum from netflix um so this is the first year in miami like i said this is one of 23 races i think so there's 23 races in the season and you might win one single race but you get points for each race as it goes on you personally get points and your team gets points and um as the season goes along you add up your points so maybe you like Lewis hamilton for example he's probably the most famous f1 racer Mm -hmm. He um, got sixth place at this race, but, like, he'll get first place at, like, 
four other races this season so he'll it'll like balance out and he'll be fun um but this is the only only the second race in the united states the first ever other one is the united states grand prix which is in austin texas and then there's going to be a third race in vegas i think later this year or early next year um and so the most well-known race without a doubt is monaco which is like Mm -hmm you know the richy rich rich people and just speeding through town speeding through town so they're trying to make miami like the united states version of monaco because a lot of americans <laughs> are really into f1 right now because of the netflix show um formula one drive to survive which i highly recommend even if you don't listen i, I would have never guessed that i was it would get into formula one but it is really interesting um, no offense to NASCAR, but like I said, this is NASCAR for rich people. Um, hmm. The amount of money in this is insane. The cars they drive, it's like people are in Team Ferrari, Lamborghini, McLaren, Mercedes, um, Bugatti. Yeah. Like, these are, it's like the Wild. money money. Um, but all the celebs showed out. Um, Lewis Hamilton is like a celebrity in himself. Uh, mm-hmm. He has the same stylus as like zendaya so that gives you an idea if you don't know who he is um and he single-handedly brought the celebs in my opinion to miami because that's who they mm. all came to see um and if you look on twitter f1 fans hated it they hated it that, oh, that really? it was like a celebrity thing and Event. that it was so focused on the celebrities instead of the races which is like i guess very american to be honest to be like yeah very celeb involved but um some of the any way that we can squeeze the soul out of something we'll do oh absolutely we're gonna like milk everything for what it's worth and then some um Mm -hmm. it's absurd but i mean we've given the kardashians like 21 seasons of a television show they have been famous for 20 years for nothing you think that we're gonna (laughs) not have celebrities at a race where they go around the track for 30 times wait before i get into the celebs let me tell you about this race because it was kind of ghetto um so Everybody thought Miami was supposed to be like Monaco, and I don't know if you or, like, the listeners have ever seen pictures of Monaco, but it is quite literally on the coast. It's, like, Mm -hmm. they're driving on cliffs on the side of Monaco, and it's beautiful, and people are, like, hanging out in hotels watching the race as it happens. People are sitting on yachts watching the race as it happens. So that's kind of what everybody thought was going to be the deal with Miami, and it was not... um, They built a fake marina around Hard Rock Stadium, which is where, like, the Dolphins play. Um, a fake marina? A fake marina. I am not kidding you. They had, like, peop- like floorboards. You know how you've, you've been to a wedding and they put, like, a dance floor down? Uh-huh. Um, it was kind of like that, but it looked like blue water all around the stadium. And um, I'm not oh. kidding you. They put yachts and boats on... Um, um, what do you call it? Scaffolding to make it look like it was a marina, like real boats. They brought them in, put them on scaffolding to, and sat them in the fake water to look like it was um in the water. What? And you could buy tickets to stand in the water. <laughs> I'm looking at these as we speak. I mean, the pictures look nice, but if I, it's like, no, the pictures don't even look nice to be honest. Um, and you could buy tickets to be in the water. You could buy tickets to be on a boat. Um, and the cheapest tickets I saw were like $2,000 for like the grandstanding area, which is where you literally stand and watch the race. Um, 
the good thing about F1 also is that it's a lot quicker than NASCAR, so I guess it wouldn't be as bad to, like, stand and watch, because, you know, NASCAR people, they, like, put RVs out and they camp for the races, which mm-hmm. sounds like personal hell to me, but, um... Oh, yeah. my gosh. Well, I, I'll post the pictures on, um, on our Instagram, but they're so funny because there's people, like, fake swimming in the fake water. They put, like, a fake beach out there. Um, it was kind of ridiculous, and it was super, super expensive. Um, but... It, they have to build this track? Like, how does this work? How do they... Yeah, they like... built the track around the stadium. Um, most places have a built track except Monaco. Monaco is the only one that they actually drive like through the city, but like oh, Abu Dhabi, is. Barcelona, and stuff, they use a track. Um, I'm pretty sure. But that's so weird. <clears throat> Sorry, some of the celebs that were there were um, Sean Mendez, who looked 10 out of 10. Amazing. That literally just came up on my. Um, <laughs> is this the picture you're referring to? It's Sean Mendez in a white tank top. Oh, heavens. David Beckham was there. He's good friends with Lewis Hamilton because they're both British. Um, Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama called. I love that that was your uh, connection. Because they're both British. That really is their connection. They're like two stylish British guys. (laughs) There's not too many of them. Stylish, um, attractive, super duper famous athletes with good teeth. That's fair. (laughs) That's true. That's, That's fair. Um, Michelle Obama, she, um, was in, like, the cockpit area. Not the cockpit, that's not what they call it, but, like, where the coaches are. And she, like, talked to Lewis Hamilton on his headset. That's probably why he got sixth place. He wasn't paying attention. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Michael Jordan was there. He was hanging out with Lewis Hamilton all weekend. Um, Lewis Hamilton has the... He's got an entourage. He's, like, so, so famous, and I don't think that, like... I don't think F1 racers, re- I mean, F1 fans realized how famous he is in America, especially with other athletes, until mm-hmm. this weekend. It's kind of like um, Neymar, like, American athletes love Neymar. Yeah. yeah. Who um, was it, do you remember, like, a couple years ago, did Demi Lovato have, like, an odd friendship? Was it with Neymar, or was it with Lewis Hamilton? Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Weird. Still weird. I mean, weird to, like, even present day. I really like Lewis Hamilton. I think he's, again, super hot. But I mm. think that he, like, really wants to be famous. Like, mm. he likes racing, but he really wants to be famous, too. Um, who else was there? Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. Um, Serena and Bil- Venus Williams. Um, one of the news anchors called Venus Serena. And Venus just, like, walked off. <laughs> um, DJ Khaled. Pharrell. Will I Am. Um, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade, Ginger Spice, um, Hmm. her husband is a principal of one of the race car teams, which means he's, like, the coach for one of the teams. I don't know which one now. Oh, wow. But she's always at F1 races. Yeah. And last but not least, oh, wait, Bad Bunny, um, Maluma, and then last but not least, Tom Brady, who is, again... There were these pictures of, like, him, Michael Jordan, and um, Lewis Hamilton, and it was, like, the three goats. What a lineup. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but there were tons. I mean, there's more celebs there. That's just, like, the people that I can remember, like, on my list. So, um, 
Speaking of Tom Brady. <laughs> Speaking of. <laughs> there's a little, uh, so I guess <laughs> for anyone that might not be us, there's been this rumor going on for five years. Yeah, um, but it's the, recently resurfaced. It's resurfaced from a, um, from a website. Not a website. It's like an Instagram page called Dumas. People send in these anonymous tips on celebrity gossip. And um, I'm going to, I'll read the, uh, the blind is what they call it. Um, yeah. And, and then, then we we'll can talk it. about this. Yeah. So the blind that was sent into Dumas says a few years back, it was rumored that a goat QB felt threatened. Okay. For Dumas, they never say the names ever. They're all blonde items. They're all, oh, yeah. God. They give hints maybe throughout the, um, the, the blind or in the title and this title was called like what craft mac and cheese yeah so um so let me continue uh, a few years back it was rumored that a goat qb felt threatened by his prospect prospective replacement which resulted in a shock trade of said new replacement and a major divide in management because the head coach wanted to keep him the real reason for trade was because the qb knocked up the owner's much younger girlfriend this all tracks Owner publicly claimed to have not fathered the child, traded the player as a bus, the traded player as a bus, and the QB legend continues to win with his quote unquote take one for the team attitude. So uh <laughs> I think Ariana and I have we've read two different theories on what this yeah. is involving all the same people, but who may have fathered this <laughs> child. Um yeah. The way I have read it was that Jimmy, how do we say Garoppolo? I don't know if it's Scarafalo or Garofalo. Go with Garofalo. That sounds there's right. no. There, well, I don't think there's any F's in his name. Is there not? I think it's P's. Yeah, like Garoppolo's. Okay, say that. <laughs> <laughs> I just wasn't expecting. You to say Jimmy G for Yeah, he goes by Jimmy G. Um, so <laughs> what I had read was that Jimmy G had gotten Robert Kraft, who is the owner of the New England Patriots, much younger girlfriend, and her name is Ricky Landers, pregnant. And mm-hmm. that he was the replacement that was going to come in for Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. But Bill Belichick, the um, coach coach of the Patriots wanted to keep Tom didn't want Jimmy G but it didn't matter what the coach wanted because the owner ended up getting his way so then Tom Brady resulted in going to uh Tampa Bay Buccaneers but you have heard I heard something else yes so what I heard is that and this is like now that I'm about to say it out loud it does sound like a crazy theory but it does it because these are crazy people Mm mm-hmm I heard that Tom Brady, oh, this is not, it's it's common sense. Bill Belichick, not Bill Belichick, Robert Kraft is obsessed with Tom Brady. And yeah. Robert Kraft's girlfriend wanted to have a baby. And Bill Belichick was like, what about Tom? I would love to have a kid with his genes. And really, like, obviously and, like, okay well <laughs> I think 
gonna make me if fun. You try, yeah. And Tom had the baby. Well, okay, hold on. All right, let me finish my story and then I'll say something else. Tom had the baby with her, but on the condition that Jimmy Garoppolo got traded, which all of that does line up with, mm-hmm. like, he got traded in 2017, baby was born in 2017. Um, Tom Brady played for them for a while until, like, 2020, maybe. I don't remember when he got traded to the Bucks, mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, it, the only reason I think that it makes that theory make sense is because why else would Robert Kraft, like, raise this baby as his own? Like, he's bought her a mansion. Mm-hmm. Um, he is, like, like his kids well, had I've, to go. And take, I, go ahead, sorry. I shouldn't cut you off. I, well, I saw his kids had to go and, like, fix the trust to make sure that this kid didn't get any of the uh-huh. money. Because Robert Kraft is saying, like, this is my kid. And his kids are like, yeah, 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 he's your kid, whatever, whatever. But he's not. He's not getting this craft money. Um, uh-huh. And a judge let them, like, fix the trust. I don't know anything about the trust, but I had read that um, he st- still, like, cared about the girlfriend or something. So he bought her a mansion, but he is not involved in her nor the child's life. Um. Well, I would only say that's not possible because he put out a statement saying that he had a kid. But the kid's not biologically his. Right. Which would make me think that, like, he did that to, like, kind of save face. But you don't have to see pictures of them, like, hanging out or anything. He, like, bought them a house, made sure they were comfortable, and then kind of like, okay, well. I mean, he's got more money than God. Buying a house doesn't, yeah, literally doesn't save him. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to, like, look up photos of this kid to see. So I did look up photos of the kid, and let me just say, I'm not the person to look up photos, because I never can look at a baby and be like, oh my god, she looks just like so-and-so. But she does have dark brown eyes like Jimmy G. Like, Does she? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. strong, b- dark brown eyes. Just like mm-hmm. him. But she Jimmy has, like, blonde G-D. hair, so I don't understand. Ugh. I can't, I can't see it. Like, I can't. And I don't really know what the mom looks like to be like. That's what the mom looks like. Like dark eyes She's and blonde. blonde hair. Yeah. How old is she? How long is It is a cute little baby. But do you see how like big her eyes are? Like it, it, yeah. it looks like him. It looks like Jimmy G. Long eyelashes. Yeah, it does look like Jimmy G. <laughs> This is what we've been doing. We've been theorizing about sports this week. Like, Wait, we're so down we're... bad. Yeah. So <laughs> much didn't happen in uh, Hollywood this week. Wait, so do you, th- so, so what do you think? Do you think like what I said is true then? Because what you had heard would, was then be Tom is the. Yeah, I heard Tom was the dad. And then. But now, I mean, that kid doesn't look like Tom Brady at all or like any of Tom Brady's kids. Mm-mm. And Tom Brady has, like, two babies' moms already. You know that, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, Bridget Moynihan. Bridget Moynihan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He left her while she was pregnant for Giselle. Oh, did not know that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Hate that. Well, uh, guys, that's uh, sports with Ariana and Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, next week. Uh, I don't know when we're going to do this again, to be honest with you. <laughs> All right. So um, Mother's Day was also this weekend. So Ariana and I decided that it would be fun if we did a top 10 um not necessarily ranking we're just gonna go kind of like back and forth yeah of tv and movie moms um so i'm just gonna go ahead and say we're gonna already put honorable play like an honorable i don't want to say mention because i think that she overall wins this entire thing on lorelei gilmore because i never Absolutely. we have we both haven't <laughs> talked about who we've chosen um, but i know that would overlap <laughs> name wrote it down i was like obviously lorelei gilmore yeah uh, um, so she's gonna go ahead and get the crowning achievement on, of this entire yeah she's on gilmore girls and if you haven't watched that show yeah. that is my comfort show anybody um, who hasn't watched gilmore girls we just did nascar f1 kentucky derby <laughs> nfl <laughs> research for you guys you could at least do us a favor and watch gilmore girls that's the bare minimum you can do is to go watch just gilmore episode girls. yeah s1 e1 and then you'll be hooked from there and just you'll get keep on Netflix. watching it's literally the perfect pilot it's such a good show mm. it's you have to great watch writing you haven't watched it so good all right okay. who's your next um, one i chose i feel confident you're not gonna have her okay. amy matthews from boy meets world <gasps> boy meets world that's a good one yes Yes, oh. she was kind of like my, that was like, that's my comfort show when I was a kid. I was like, she took in Sean when Sean would have problems with his family. Oh my God. Somehow yeah. she managed Eric through all those years. And then she if loved just, Topanga like her own. Yes. So I love, um, I love Boy Meets World, but my only complaint ever about that show, I don't even care about oh, no. all the continuity errors they have. My only complaint about that show is that they take Eric from being kind of like this hot ditzy guy to a complete mm-hmm. idiot Dweeb. that you're like, how yeah. is he functioning in life? Yeah. It it's my only complaint about that it show. Is. But that is when the show like it was always funny. Like the first seasons are like cute, but when Eric got dumb is when the show just like Hilarious. soared. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, maybe I'll watch it before bed tonight. Okay, who, <laughs> okay. who do you have? Okay. I'll go next. Um, I have Vivian Banks from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh. Both of them. Uh, Both of them, yeah. <laughs> really them. There was just something about her that was a little more spunky and a little more assertive, where mm-hmm. um, the second of it was a lot more laid back and chill. chill maybe because yeah. they had, like, a baby, Nikki, and stuff. But, mm. um great mom like nothing bad to say about aunt viv she is the perfect parent also along with uncle phil that's not part of the episode but a great tv couple right there yeah i would say that for uh the dad uh oh my gosh i can't remember uncle phil no no no. the um boy meets world dad oh yeah 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 what's his name you guys it doesn't matter Um, next yeah (laughs) yeah no truly um next i have donna who is the mom and mama mia Ooh, even though she doesn't know who her baby's dad is even though yeah (laughs) she seemed to have uh created you can tell in the movies how much um the amanda seyfried character is like absolutely obsessed with her mom um and spoiler when her mom dies 
in the second. Right? She does, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, did I make that up? Um, she wants to be just like her mom, and it's I I love. It's one of my favorite Meryl Streep roles as well. So Oh man. I'm giving it I'm giving Donna a place. All right, this one's coming from left field and I can explain myself. Cersei Lannister, Game of Thrones. <laughs> See, I've never watched this. You have to actually explain it to me. I've told you I've never watched Game of Thrones. <laughs> Oh, I forgot about that. You're corrupt. Okay. Yeah. Cersei, terrible, terrible, terrible character, terrible <laughs> woman, but would literally do anything for her kids, including kill hundreds and thousands. Great is mom. Sof- is Sophie Turner her mom? Or is oh, Sophie Turner her kid? No. Okay. So no. Okay. <laughs> she. <laughs> is Kit Harrington? This is like, no. Like child? No. No. <laughs> Is Maisie, uh, what's your face? Just stop. <laughs> You're going to name everyone you know. It's Lena yeah. Headey. Is that her name? Lena Headley? Lena Headey? Absolutely no idea. Uh, I don't know. Cersei Lannister. I know somebody's listening to this and they're mad about that answer, but she's a great mom. Just a terrible person. Who's That's your fair. next one? <laughs> My next one, um, I have, I kind of like debated on this one, but I, I loved her. Uh, Diane Keaton. I got to look up her name. I just looked up. um, And because I said so. Have you ever seen that movie? Yeah. I love it. She's kind of just like a little too intrusive in her daughter's life. And she kind of pushes Mandy more to like constantly. But like what mom doesn't? Like to be quite honest. Um, So, yeah. But I also just really love that. Um, My next one is Claire Huxtable on The Cosby Show. Uh, Bill Cosby is beyond canceled, and he will remain canceled forever in my life. Oh yeah, but that's a great that's a show, and yep. Claire's a great mom on there. What an example! Part of the reason I end up becoming a lawyer because Claire was, say, was a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. So, and she uh, held down the household, and that's a great one. That's a great um, one. I have Mrs. Gump from Forrest <gasps> Gump. Number <Ever> two. <laughs> <laughs> Like, everyone would always doubt her son and just, like, make fun of him. And she always told him, like, anything you want to do, you can do it. Don't let anybody stop you. Just, like, the most supportive. Oh, my God. She did truly anything for her son. Yeah. Ooh, um, anything. <laughs> That's a good one. I have oh, that to go. That's funny. Great. Um, My next one is going to be Kitty Foreman from That 70s Show. Ooh. Um, she was like a her house was a safe haven for the kids. She quite yeah, literally let, let um Eric and what was Eric's sister's name? Oh damn. She was so I bad. I can't remember. But she she let them do whatever. She let them follow their own path. She took in Fez when his mom was a deadbeat. Um yep. helped um not Fez. She took in um Hyde. She, when Hi. his mom was a deadbeat. Eventually, she canceled. helped Fez out Lori. a ton. Lori. What was her name? Lori? Yeah, yeah. Um, Katie Foreman, though. Good mom. Again, another good couple. Red? Also, that was, like, the house that, like, all the friends hung out at. So, so like, you could tell that it was just... they smoked yeah. all the time. Like, so you could tell that everybody, like, loved their parents. Even yeah. if Red was, like, super intimidating. Yeah. Um, I think this is... so. One, two, three, four, five. I think this is my my last one. So this is nine, and then you have ten. Oh, I, I, I'll, I'll list my other ones off quickly. But Yeah. You, um, my, I think, 
absolute godsend of a mother, Marmy March from Little Women. Oh. Yeah. Wow, that's a good one. Anybody who's seen Little Women, uh, I don't Any need to Any version of it. <laughs> Any version. Yeah. Just right. absolute, F- <laughs> just godsend of a mother. That's a really, really good one. All right, I just have a couple more, and then I'll I'll wrap it up. Yeah, listers and all. Reba Hart from Reba. I Single almost put Reba. Who works too hard. Who loves the kids and never stops. We're singing. We're doing okay. Heart of a side. I'm a survivor. Speaking of good theme songs, Lisa Landry from Sister Sister. Ooh. She really took Tamara in as her yeah. own kid. Um, and then so, my last one, it's not really a mom, but she becomes a mom. It's Miss Honey on Matilda. Oh, wow. Yeah. That, that's yeah, that's what I was one. most proud of. But <laughs> Yeah. No, Marmy was my most proud one. And yeah, <laughs> Miss Honey is yours. Um, oh. Yeah, we're definitely going to do more of those in the future. Yeah, I have so much fun with that. Top 10 list. Yeah, Yeah. that was a lot of fun to look up and rank. Figure my list out. Um, All right. So we can tie this into mothers. Uh, Can we? Yeah. Can we? Yeah, they're all moms. There's a bunch of mothers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So the Selling Sunset Reads. Also premiered this week. (laughs) What a flawless transition. Rob is like a... (laughs) (laughs) Nothing says moms like Selling Sunset. Um, So did you find out anything particularly scandalous or what were your overall thoughts on the uh, reunion? My first thought was that, okay, y'all work, quote, together. Why y'all need a reunion? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Your reunion's every Monday when you go into work. Um, Yeah, I thought about like how... Like, so Chriselle and Jason, like, both broke down. I was like, have you guys not actually seen each other in the last, like, four months? Five months? Yeah. Like, what? You guys actively avoided each other? Um, Yeah. If you didn't watch it yet, spoilers coming. Uh, Not really, because nothing really happened. It was incredibly boring, because Christine wasn't there because she had COVID. She's lying. Quote, unquote, yeah. Yeah, but... um, Amanda probably did. Amanda probably did, but did we miss her? No. No, I didn't realize she yeah. wasn't there until they did her like portion where they brought her out, and I was like, "She, she is not she on stage." Isn't there that. is she? <laughs> but, you know what I did enjoy? Um, the Chriselle and uh, Chelsea friendship. Yeah, that's a new. I I do like that. And Chriselle and um Chelsea and um Emma. Yeah, I like that too. Um, yeah. God, it was just incredibly boring. Even. So we had a, we had a, um, Chriselle and Jason got to talk out their relationship. Is it Jason mm-hmm. the one she dates? Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, even though they're twins, I found Brett to be more good looking. Yeah. Maybe it was Isn't the it? green. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> no, I see, I see the same thing. Maybe but... I'm also like sick of Jason. Not sick God. of Jason. I mean, he's just such a, he's know. got main character syndrome where, what who's the yeah. other one? Brett just wants to sell houses and make money and like be a playboy. Well, maybe forever. they haven't seen each other. If maybe Brett like took over, or I'm sorry, maybe Jason took over 
so they basically said that there's like, going to be a selling OC uh, I'm so happy season about coming it. out. So maybe like during the time span, Jason moved to the OC. They're not moved, but like just yeah. primarily focused on that. This is going to sound. And there's no way the because... girls are literally in the office every day either. So no. maybe they did manage to like not really see each other. It's funny because I often. love Housewives, but these women are too old for their drama on Selling Sunset. And on Selling Sunset, the OC, they all these agents look like children. Oh, they're definitely in their twenties. Yeah, I was like, rather see and then. I'd, yeah, so for me, I was like, their drama is too mature for them, but also it makes sense. But I was like, yeah, it, yeah, they literally look just like kids trying to be famous. Oh, that's exactly what it is. But okay, which, like you well, said, like anytime, like the novelty of a show wears off, it, and then it comes in the wave of people who are just trying to make a buck rather than make good reality TV. Yeah, yeah. Um, something that really bothered me during the reunion first was Heather, um, shit talking Christina from Thank You, Flipper Flop. Um, Yep, I was gonna say the same thing. Like, we shit talked Christina last week, but it's not my husband's ex wife. Like, you're talking about you call those kids. I really hate. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe this is like controversial. I hate she that she herself act- a mother. Yes. Those. And like those I are her kids. And but, but maybe I don't hate. I don't mind a step parent relationship, but she really tried to like act like she does more for her for those kids than their mom does. Their actual mother. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Tarek's like. Tar- I don't like Tarek. I never liked Tarek. I didn't like him on Flip or Flop, but I didn't like Christine more. So. It ended up turning mm-hmm. into like me liking him, but right. What a messy couple! I mean, they're going to be how much in of, a few years. How much of Christine's demise do you think? I mean, I do think a certain percentage was like show, like the producers were like trying to follow these plot lines, and her getting like this big head and trying to like stir the pot unnecessarily because she was getting like, you know, all this attention from being, you know, the quote unquote bitch yeah and the villain yeah Um, i wonder how much of it was her own doing you know i think it was all her because i think that she cares more about being famous than anything Mm -hmm. like she doesn't give a shit if she loses her job at openheim group like now she's famous she's got a rich baby's dad an ex-husband who she can get money from for forever Hmm. she doesn't care wait did you say ex-husband yeah they're divorced right are they? Pretty sure. She made jokes about it. I thought they were still together. Maybe I jinxed them. I don't know. I but, mean, if like, they aren't, they will be soon. Yeah. Unless she got remarried in season four and I missed that. But yeah, yeah no, I'm pretty sure. Christine? I'm pretty sure. No, she just got married, married. Well, and that black wedding dress? Yeah. And they're not divorced? I don't think so. All right, let me sidebar real quick. She's alleged she's 33 years old. There's no way. No. Absolutely not. No. Like who? I'm giving her like 36? I was 35. 38? I don't think she's 38. Chriselle's 40. Yeah, I believe that. 
Mary's like, oh, probably 42, like maybe. 42. Um, isn't Heather like late 30s? Maybe 35, not late 30s. She's definitely older than I ever anticipated her to be. I don't know. Um, Christine Quinn. But Christine came out and said that she... Well, Jason on the show says, I don't think there's room for Christine at the Oppenheim group. And she came out on TikTok and said... But don't know why they said that because I didn't resign my contract. Mm-hmm. Or she terminated oh. her contract. Yeah. And then <coughs> um but the big story I guess from the reunion is that Chriselle is uh dating a non binary person named G Flip. Yeah. Um Came out of nowhere. I I don't. Uh, yeah. I, so I guess Chriselle got like hired to do this G Flip music, music video. video, and they just hit it off. I suppose. Um, and it's they've been together since then. I'm. They still haven't even released the video yet. That's how <laughs> really. Yeah. What did you, you think- see? Like during the reunion, they were. She was like, "It's still not even done." They gave us a clip. And I was like, um, you would think that G Flip would time that a little better so that their video came out at the same time as the reunion. Right? So because, yeah, because I have absolutely no idea who this G Flip person is, I followed them on Instagram and she posted a picture, they, because she's non-binary, yeah. they posted a photo of themselves and Chriselle at like the shoot and they said, like, if this gets a thousand comments, they'll release Bye, the video. G Flip. We don't give a fuck it about you. It had, like, 50. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. I'm going to get an updated number. During the, the peak days of Twitter, Rita Ora one time tw- tweeted and was like, if this tweet gets 100,000 retweets, I'll post, I'll release my new music. And it got, like, a thousand. And she was like, I've been hacked. <laughs> It has 1,900 comments now. How much do you want to bet Krishna reposted it? Oh. Um, no, no. But. <laughs> um. Also, like, the picture below it is, like, clearly of Krishal giving G-Flip a tattoo. It only has 530 comments. The one below it has 300 comments. 172. 100. Yeah, this definitely has to be bots. I'm going to scroll through these comments now. You follow G Flip? I'm looking at it. <laughs> yeah, no, because I was like, who is this person? And now, because I wanted to keep up with when the music video dropped. Oh, my Even God. though Chriselle would have probably. But every time I watch Selling Sunset any season, I follow all the girls, and then like two weeks go by, and I unfollow them all again. So about two weeks has passed since I've watched it. It's about due time. G Flip is ugly. <laughs> I, yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, also, they said, because um, I, I was watching their stories, they were like, I made Cher's um, Believe into a ballad. And I was like, 
you actually didn't because I've seen American Idol like or like X Factor auditions or performances. It as a ballad. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm sorry. This is just so funny to me because Chriselle will do anything for a storyline. Like also, don't like. Oh my gosh. This show is only. Is this the fifth season? Yeah. Okay, it's been on five seasons, but it's only been on three years. And in mm-hmm. that time, we have seen Chriselle be happily married, divorced, um, dating her Dancing with the Stars partner, breaking up with him, yeah. dating Jason, breaking up with him, and now dating, dating G-Flip. G-Flip. Yep. That's four relationships, including a marriage, in yep. a three-year span. Babe? Yeah. Take some time off for yourself. Focus Hit the on... therapist. Um, yeah. I there's girls who just have to be in relationships, and she must that's be one. their prerogative. But Chriselle, you, you you've been in three relationships time, since your marriage was over, and I know you didn't choose to end the marriage. End that marriage. But yeah, come on. He's just yeah. living his best life. Like, I do feel kind of bad for her. Like, she thought dropping that bomb. Um, there's a small small sect of the internet that, like, goes in on him, Justin Hartley, about, oh, like, yeah. them getting divorced. But there's a large sect of the internet that's like, this is us! <laughs> they, just, yeah. they don't care anything about her marriage. They're like, if you yeah. screw up our show, we're going to murder you and the rest of the mm-hmm. Selling Sunset cast. Shut mm-hmm. up, woman. <laughs> and he just literally pays it no mind. He's never made a statement about He's it. He's never made a statement ever. Ever, like, even when people were going in on him for texting her that he wanted a divorce, did he text her? Or did she just find out online? Uh, I think both. I think he like dropped it on her on text, and then somebody who worked at like wherever you filed your divorce papers like leaked it. Okay. Or leaked information or something like that. Okay. <laughs> Selling Sunset. I yeah. hope they don't come back. I hope that's the end. That was a solid. I think it is the end. They don't have a yeah. show without Christine. Mm-hmm. Like, who's going to yeah. be the villain? I guess they kind of set Chelsea up to be the villain. Davina can always go back to being the villain, but Davina's not interested yeah. enough to carry a show. No. No. All right. So other things we watched this week. Um, you know more about this case. This, I kind of, I didn't spoil it for myself. This, uh, staircase. It happened literally, (laughs) (laughs) literally 21 years ago this happened, so. Okay, so originally this story got buzzed because there's a Netflix documentary. Um, this author in Durham, North Carolina, Michael Peterson, got charged with the murder of his wife after... We know for a fact, no matter, well, we don't know. He says Mm. that she fell down a flight of stairs and died. Um, The prosecutors say that he beat her and killed her. And the documentary, it's 13 one-hour episodes. It's a really long documentary about his trial. Um, And now HBO has made it into like a docudrama starring Mm -hmm. Colin Firth. Um, Tony Collette, Sophie Turner, Patrick Schwarzenegger. Patrick yeah. I can I can't say his last name. Um, yeah. 
those are the big celebs in it. But, um, so they put out the first three episodes from the start, which is very unlike HBO, but I watched yeah. them all. Um, Courtney knows I am very anti true crime. I mm-hmm. hate it. I don't think it should be a hobby for people. I hate it. Um, but I watched this documentary. Like, I feel like during COVID, when we were in lockdown, is when I watched the documentary. Yeah. So I accidentally got way too into it. Um, yeah. So <laughs> if you want to know what happened, you can watch the documentary. The show, the last episode, takes you up to the beginning of the trial. So you okay. get to meet. Um, Michael Peterson and his wife and their five kids. So she has a kid from a previous marriage, a daughter. He has two sons from a previous marriage, as well as two adopted daughters um, Mm -hmm. from a previous marriage. Which is also a very interesting story. Yes. So the first couple episodes, you are meeting the Peterson family and kind of, they go through the murder or alleged murder. The, do- the killing, the, de- the dying. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what word to use because... The death. <laughs> the death. The death of Kathleen. Um, mm-hmm. And the aftermath, like, him finding her, the police kind of arresting him, his brother coming in, his brother's an attorney, his brother helping him. Um, and then in the second episode, her daughter kind of starts rightfully so to think it's a little suspicious and to question some things yeah i mean so she sees pictures of the autopsy and of the murder scene alleged murder scene it is it's gruesome it's a lot of blood uh it's so much blood and so she sees this and switches sides she's like no way because at the beginning all five kids were like dad would never do this and even, like, the mm-hmm. community's kind of, like, they were really in love. Like, never heard anything about them disliking each other. Um, mm-hmm. But then in the third episode, you found out that while Michael was married to his first wife and living in Germany, um, they had a neighbor who he was the last person who saw her who also died on a flight of stairs. Mm-hmm. And obviously that's, like... What? Uh, Way too coincidental. You've to had be two women in your life coincidental now die on a flight yeah. of stairs. Um, which the first woman, it was just their neighbor. He did not have like a relationship with her or anything. Allegedly, um, allegedly, all this, yeah, this entire trial is like it's hard to like decide. You have to say alleged because so much of the stuff he rebuts and says that it didn't happen, mm-hmm. but he allegedly didn't have a relationship with her. But they said that she died of a brain aneurysm, and mm-hmm. um, they exhumed her body in this case, um, mm-hmm. which is a whole thing. And then on top, so yeah. the prosecutor's running theory is that Michael, so the they seized his computer as part of the investigation, and they found all of these pornographic pictures and videos of men and it came out that he's bisexual and this is like Mm -hmm. the south in the early 2000s and even though durham's like a college town it's still the south so they're like she he she found out he was gay and he killed her that was Mm -hmm. 
the run and carry of the prosecutors. Yeah. Yeah, it's a. Uh, every time you think you, um, and I only watched the first four episodes of the docu series, the thirteen hour Netflix one, because I thought I pressed play on the HBO one. Um, <laughs> so I was like, okay. I was cracking up. You texted me. This keep is going with us. This is uh, Colin Firth. I was like, looks just like him. I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what she's talking about. Um. But there's so many twists and turns even i and i know that i still have nine episodes to go but there's so many twists and like you learn about his life and her life and the kids apparently one of the sons had like a big problem with kathleen the woman that was murdered yeah that he planted a, a pipe bomb um when he was in college did you see that I haven't watched this in three years, probably, so I don't remember yeah, that fair. at all. But his um, his sons yeah, are bullshit as well. So yeah. if there's something up with them, I would never be shocked. Um, we found one of the sons' the, um, Instagram <laughs> today. It is absolutely wild. So I realized what he does. He created a non-surgical facelift face i don't i don't even know and that's what his instagram was all about and he used it himself that's why he was holding up those paper signs it was like day 37 yeah this guy is absolutely wild uh if anybody wants to go check it out it's at todd.b.peterson <laughs> it is the weirdest instagram weirdest page um, ever it's so creepy not even i wouldn't say creepy it's just weird like he's trying to self-promote this like diet fad that he's clearly created for himself i don't know um in other watching news i watched three mile meltdown three mile island um and because this has like a lot of stuff i it was like (coughs) sorry absolutely beyond my um kind of comprehension uh i'm just gonna read the little synopsis that i googled because i i don't i don't know if i would know how to describe what happened but Three Mile Island accident was a partial meltdown of the Three Mile Island Unit 2 reactor in Pennsylvania. Um, so it was like this nuclear power plant that one of the reactors, um, like it said, melted down. It started at 4 a.m. on March 28, 1979, and it is considered the most significant accident in U.S. commercial nuclear power plant. So they were really excited when this new plant came into town and was giving all these people jobs. Um and nuclear power was like going to be the thing of the future in the late seventies. Mm-hmm. And this, um, the unit two, like those big, like stacks. Remember you see like it. What? Yeah. It? Like we have it home. Like in poke. If yeah. That anybody who lives yeah, in the area. From West like, Virginia. Yeah. You know, the stacks. Yeah. Home. Yeah. The stacks, <laughs> the cloud makers, the cloud makers as we used to call yeah, them. That's what we always call them. <laughs> yep. Um, one of them, like, there was like basically like a hydrogen, I wouldn't say bomb in it, but it could have like actually blown up. And there was like all these government agencies that were saying that there wasn't that much radiation that happened to the town and nobody died and we got it under control. And it was, um, they were trying to put on this front that everything was okay. 
and then years and years later go by and these people who have never had a history of cancer in their life, you know, are getting these lesions on their body or throat cancer or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, the whole documentary kind of focuses on this one guy. I think his name is Rick Parks and he was a whistleblower for Through My Island because they initially wanted to reopen the the plant um, like a year after the, the accident and... Mm-hmm when he was working there he was like i think he'd worked at um another nuclear plant maybe in michigan i think he said um he realized that there were so many things that were going wrong but like the higher ups just wanted the money and to open this power plant back up and he was like no this is going on this is going on and there had been other uh times when people had talked against the nuclear plant there was a woman that wound up dead at another nuclear plant because she said something wasn't right and these people like, broke into his home were gonna like threaten his kids or something so he decided to speak out and uh he was right so wow. it's kind basically of about this whistleblower. Of, um, there is that mark ruffalo and hathaway movie called dark waters mm-hmm. it was set in parkersburg West dark waters, yeah. um it reminds me of that uh yeah it's creepy it's interesting though if anybody has a spare, like, four hours. Like our own Chernobyl. We didn't even know about it. Yeah, yeah. It's insane. Well, I wonder when Chernobyl happened in, like, relation to this. Oh. So that was 79. Oh, man. Chernobyl, was that in the 80s? I thought Chernobyl was in the 80s. 86. Wow. April 26, 1986. Yeah, that's a good show, too. Mm-hmm. Chernobyl I need to finish that. Yeah. Um, okay, and then the last thing I watched this weekend, God, I really hate true crime, so I don't know how I end up watching this, but I watched I'm the, surprised that you did, too. I, I'm really surprised I watched this, but I was very into this court case, so that's probably why. Mm-hmm. Maybe um, that's why, yeah. The Girl from Plainville, which is about um, Michelle Carter, who basically told this boy to commit suicide and he died and then she was eventually charged with his murder and found guilty mm-hmm. of um involuntary manslaughter um it's starring Elle Fanning um really the only celebrity in it it's on Hulu one I don't think it was a great show so I no. probably wouldn't like recommend it to anybody be honest um i watched the first episode and it didn't hook me no and usually not to say that i because i there's quite a bit of shows i don't finish but i feel like i can kind of get a good sense if i like the show and i couldn't i was like on my phone the whole time exactly that was me too so one is just not a good show two it gave me the ick like no other i okay let me explain why i don't like true crime you know this but i I feel like i need to tell everybody Mm -hmm. else i don't there's something about retelling the story of somebody dying over and over and over again that just bothers the hell out of me. And like, Mm. so I will admit that I was very, very into the Adnan Saeed case and serial, the podcast. And I listened Mm -hmm. to like the branch off podcast from that and everything. And um, I was super into it. To be honest, probably helped me pass a lot of law school classes because they talked about (laughs) legal stuff. 
But uh-huh. um, there was this HBO documentary about Adnan Saeed, and they asked to speak with um, God. This is awful. They asked to speak with the victim's family. I don't even remember her name, which really is telling and why I don't like these cases. But mm-hmm. I know I want to say her name was Hay. Um, but Adnan. Her that family sounds... came out. Isn't it Hay? Hey men. Hey men. Yeah. Her family came out and said that, you know, we were, we're never going to get over our kid's death, but we were mm-hmm. kind of, you know, getting back to normal life. And then here comes this podcast and here come people like we have a normal life. Bringing and now, it up again. Yeah. They were like, we're, we're normal people and you've turned us into like celebrities for the mm-hmm. worst reason ever. And right. now their kid's death has been like a major topic of conversation for the last 10 years. And mm-hmm. I just always think about that. I'm like, God, I, that'd be miserable to like have somebody die. And then you just keep going over and over their death. Reliving so their death. If I get murdered, but do not make a podcast about me. If you do, <laughs> I hope you never find my killer. I hope <laughs> your <laughs> podcast is worth nothing. You guys, I hope your podcast stinks. Just leads to a dead end. You yeah. can't figure anything out. Sorry to my that's family a, that's a, who would like to hear what has happened. I, but <laughs> I guess I've never thought of that, which yeah. makes me feel terrible now. I just think the people who do whatever the said true crime show podcast, I am fascinated with how the like human mind works. Oh, and I think I that that's understandable. So, like, yeah, but I that's why about, I watch like, all of them because I'm just like, can you believe somebody like the brain has the capacity and the like emotional sometimes I mean sometimes like it just seems like somebody's like emotional switch is just turned off and they are just like cold-blooded yeah or it is come from like a deeply emotional place and then I'm like okay let's learn about the trauma like what happened in their life that linked all these events together that's what emotion or Ariana hates true crime I I will say I love true crime actually like on the opposite end of the completely yeah 180 of each other because I think about, like, I, that podcast called My Favorite Murder, and I don't listen to it, so, like, let me say, they could totally... I don't think I ever have either. It can be unrelated to, like, it cannot be... It could be a pun or anything with the title, but I think that's a terrible mm-hmm. title, and I just never had a desire to mm-hmm. listen to a podcast called My Favorite Murder. Like, yeah, even if you're kidding... I don't like people that, like, glamorize serial yeah. killers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they made um, Zac Efron into Ted Bundy, and people were like, "Oh, yeah, Ted Bundy was hot." And I'm like, "He, no, what? Like that was he used that as his like way to lure women in." Yeah, like don't view him that way. That that's exactly what he wanted you to think. Like that's yeah. But I hate that's how like, he killed that, women. Yeah. I hate that true crime has become like a pop like um. And you're not it's like, like this, a thing. So, so you're not. I'm. I'm not. You know. I'm not talking about you. But I hate that it's become like a personality <laughs> trait. You know. And yeah. it's like true crime and gangster rap. <laughs> and it's like yeah. shut the fuck up. But people died. Yeah. It's not like a quirky thing. Yeah. Like, I don't mind. There's some cases that I've listened to and like podcasts and stuff that are like um, innocent project kind of situation where somebody's been wrongfully mm-hmm. charged with the murder and they're like, no, no, no. He didn't do it. This person did, and let me tell you why. That stuff I don't mm-hmm. mind, but like, yeah. John Benet Ramsey, we're never going to find out what happened. 
I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry to her family. I, We're never going to find out what happened. So why are we... Sorry still- to her family, unless her family did it. <laughs> That's where I stand on that. The brother. <laughs> the brother. Thank you. But... Yes. <laughs> I got really off track. I'm sorry. The girl from Plainville, though, gave me the ick. It's... Um, oh, yeah. I forgot we were talking about Yeah. It's very recent. Um... And they tried to, I don't want to say humanize, because you know I don't think she should have gone to jail, but not because she's not a human, like a, she's the scum of the earth, a terrible person. Right. But I don't think legally she should have gone to jail for murder. Um, but they tried to humanize her too much, and mm-hmm. I don't care what she was going through. If I am that kid's family who died, why are you trying to make her seem like an okay person? You get yeah. what I'm saying? Like, if yeah. I, if if you're doing my kid's story, and I'm sure that they, like, gave them permission to do it and, like, to use their likeness for the show, and you're sitting mm-hmm. there saying, like, oh, well, she had her own mental issues. Well, yeah, no shit, but mm-hmm. you don't have everybody going around telling her to kill herself. Right. Yeah, well, I mean. probably after the trial, they're too dead, yeah. I will say, I am a controversial figure of a person. Do I feel bad that she went to jail? No. But I don't hmm. think that she should have gone to jail because I don't think legally. That... Legally, yeah. I think that she should be locked up forever. But you got to put mm-hmm. a law on the books for what she did yeah. to make it a crime, not just kind of building your own crime out of nothing. All right, <laughs> we really went off the rails. Yeah, now. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> All right, so for our um. Crushed and sour this week. Do you want to go? Yeah, I'll first? go first. My, my crush grapes is Matea Roach on Jeopardy. I watch Jeopardy every single night if possible. And sure she crushed know? it. She won over half a million dollars, only 23 years old. Um, she will be on Tournament of Champions. She, I mean, Amazing. yeah, Tournament of Champions. Um, she's like the fifth highest earner in Jeopardy history. She only lost by a dollar on Friday. A dollar. Really? It was, was soul crushing. I What was her question? Um it was like the answer was Hartsville Jackson Airport. But hmm. I don't remember. She she said Churchill Downs is all I know. And oh. yeah. But yeah, oh. Matea Roach, my crush grapes. We'll see at the tournament of champions, girly. And yours. mine uh I think is gonna tie in if I know your recommendation, mm-hmm. if I'm correct, um, my crush grape, his name is Shooty Gatwa, if I'm pronouncing that right. Correct. He he is an actor from the Netflix show, yeah, or is it HBO show? Netflix. No, it's Netflix. I say it on Netflix. Yeah. Netflix show, uh, Sex Education. But he was just announced as the first uh, black Doctor Who and queer. I think. Oh, is he? Yeah. Good for him. I mean, you really like, don't want sex assuming. education. I really don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually going to start. Um, because when I was, I didn't want to like, he's from Rwanda. And when I had seen the headline, I really didn't want to mess up his name or how to pronounce it. So I started watching a few interview clips of, um, of him on YouTube. And they were showing little bits and pieces of sex education. And I found myself laughing. And I was like, oh, okay. It's so good. Maybe- 
finally watch the show. Um. So yeah, that's that's my crush. And do you want to do your sour? Yeah. So my sour grapes, and I hate it had to be him because I really like him. It's Carrie. Oh God, am I gonna screw up his last name? Yeah, I do. I Carrie Joji Fukunaga. He's a director, producer, screenwriter. Um, he's most known for doing True Detective, the first season, and he won the Emmy for best um, directing for that. He also did uh, Beast of No Nation on Netflix, which I think is Netflix's first big, like, um, their first big, like, critically acclaimed movie. Um, hmm. And his most recent big act was um, the new Bond, No, no Time to Die. No Time to Die. But he has been accused by now three different women of grooming and just kind of being, like, overall kind of predatory on set. He is not, like, going after underage girls, but he is quite literally waiting for the day that they turn 18 to go after them. And um, he had a girl quit True Detective because he wanted her to do topless scenes or nude scenes, Mm -hmm. and it was never in the screen, like, in the screenplay, never in her contract. And he's just kind of a creep, and it's kind of sad because he does great work, and now hopefully he gets canceled, but... Yeah, I think I had read something that they were, I don't know if they were sisters or if they were twins, um, but he ended up getting like a, developing a really strong bond with the family and he one night had convinced like the mother to let him stay over with the twins. Oh my god. Yeah, super gross. Um, my sour this week is, kind of ties into our TV mom rankings, but instead of Ben Savage of mm. Boy Meets World. It is his brother, Fred Savage, who was on The Wonder Years, and he's kind of like America's little sweetheart from yeah, what from I gather, because I think Wonder Years was just like a little bit before I used to watch it on like Nick at Night. <laughs> yeah, it was like one of those older shows. Yeah. Um, but he was fired um, from The Wonder Years reboot. He wasn't going to be an executive producer and director of it, um, but he's had years of complaints. Um for like sexual ha- harassment and oh um there was like another project he worked on i guess called the the grinder um he attacked apparently like attacked someone or what something like that i don't yeah i don't know to the what extent like when people were like oh he attacked me like was it verbally was it physically hopefully uh, it wasn't sexually no. you know but um yeah so he recently was fired from a oh. Dude, speaking of creepy men, this is not on either of our crush grapes. Um, Did you see Bill Murray has been accused of sexual harassment on a movie set? Mm Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the movie is, but it's like uh, they've stopped production at this point because they want him off the the women do. Yeah. Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Can't I trust any (laughs) man nowadays? Uh, this is kind of flowing into that same thing. Let's get into our recommendations for the week. Mine is Perfect. sex education. And you know what they teach you in sex education? To keep your hands to yourself. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 sex education is a British, um, consent. They teach you drama. consent. <laughs> yes. Uh, they, it's, um, 
it's got a great cast, including Shooty. What's his last name? Gatwa. Gatwa. Um, so these kids all go to the school, and one of the students at the school, his mom is a sex therapist, and he becomes oh. the sex therapist for all of the high schoolers. And um, wait, what a funny concept! It's a great, great concept for a show. Um, and the school just turns into like a sex positive place, but it's just kind of wild because it's like high school and they're so <laughs> sex positive. Uh, Gillian Anderson's probably the biggest celebrity on that show. Um, she's the mom who's the sex therapist. And um, I don't know if you know Asa Butterfield. He's the son of her. But um, yeah, he and this other girl set up like a sex therapy operation in the school bathroom and they give out free sex advice to people um, oh and relationship That's advice. Hilarious. It is a really, really good show. Um, I just watched it one day. I was at my friend Justin's house and he had it on one morning and we were like all there, like hungover. <laughs> this was like years <laughs> ago. And we all were like laying on the couch watching it. And I was like, this show's hilarious. He's like, yeah, it really is. And so now I feel like they just wrapped up filming season four of the show. Um, oh, wow. I don't know how much longer it's going to go because they are like high schoolers. And, you know, that just is always a bad time. for only be in high school for so long. Yeah, because yeah. they graduate eventually. But yeah, I think they felt they, yeah. they wrapped up season four. So it should be coming out soon. Uh, what's your I'm gonna recommendation? My recommendation is also a hilarious TV show. It is called Dairy Girls. Uh, you can find it on mm. Netflix. There's two seasons, 30-minute episodes, six episodes each. Um, it's about this group of f- four girls and one guy, one yeah. male cousin. <laughs> um, early 90s, Northern Ireland, like b- when the IRA is like that's that what that's what it was, right? The IRA. Yeah, the IRA. Yeah. Um, there was like a lot of conflict between Northern and Southern Ireland. Um, but it's just these four girls' daily lives, um, going to school and everything um it's so funny it is you oh, watch watched that it and I Mother's Day. <laughs> i've watched it probably four or five times over at this point I've it is so it easy just to put on you definitely have to put on um subtitles oh my god because it is such a thick irish accent um and if anybody were to recognize anyone from this show it would probably um the the girl from bridgerton um, lady whistledown Lady Whistledown. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only girl uh, I knew from the show. She she's in it. So it is so, so yeah, funny. That's, that's a really that's my recommendation. recommendation. Yeah. Wow. Well, all right, guys. That's it. That wraps up episode six. Yes. Thank um, you guys for listening. Thank you. Everybody is still supporting. Um, if you have anybody you want to recommend this to, please do. Post us on your Instagram. Post us on any social media. Let's get the word out. Yeah, we're going to start doing giveaways soon. So if you're listening this far, be ready. Yeah, you (laughs) get ready. We're going to give away some of the bottles of wine we've drank and wine accessories and other fun stuff. So keep listening. Drink along with us. Yes. Get a a bottle and drink with us when you... The children's wine. (laughs) The children's wine. The juicy juice. (laughs) It might not be what we give away. We'll let you guys pick. Maybe. (laughs) Uh, Follow us and tag us in Through the Grapevine Pod. Um, email us if you want through the grapevine pod at gmail.com if there's anything that you want us to cover anything you, you can find DM juicy. us on Instagram too we don't care yeah 
Yeah. yeah. Contact um, us. Contact us. Don't forget to like, subscribe, um, rate us, Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you're listening. Um, special shout out to our producer, Ethan. We will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you. See you. Bye.